And shall I call us freedom fighters as well? Because as the pillars of the CEO brand stand, they are strength of mind and body, a supportive circle, a strong sense of self, servant-driven leadership, a fortune fountain, and last but not least, structured freedom. Now, It would take quite a few episodes to go over all of those pillars, clearly, and more time than this one podcast will allow. So let's just dive in today on structured freedom, that very last one on that so important list. So I've mentioned this concept on a podcast episode or maybe two before because it's something I've grown to recognize and as a personal need of mine, it's also something I see in so many of my clients. So what would you do today if I told you that you could do absolutely anything and there was nothing at all that you had to do? Well, if you're anything like me, you would go hike a mountain or fly to the beach or binge watch little fires everywhere all day while eating chocolate chip cookies. But here's the thing. I want to ask, is that sustainable? Can you keep that going forever? What would it feel like to do that long term? And even more, would you want to? So this is a concept that I created that layers our human desire to have freedom, which usually equates to peace of mind and flexibility of schedule, with another human desire. And that is built into the constructs of constraints. What do I mean by that, right? I know. Okay, so imagine this scenario instead. I said to you, you can do absolutely anything you want, Friday through Sunday, and you can start work Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m., and you can turn it off at 4 p.m. How does that feel? To me, that feels like structured freedom. I mean, six hours a day, four days a week, hell yeah, sign me up. It's get shit done when you're on and peace the F out when you're not, right? It's knowing that you're going to have and do and create and provide for those times when you can do nothing or anything you want. So when most people say, well, I just really want freedom. I know better. I know they don't want absolute and total freedom to do anything that they want all the time. One, we need to make money. Two, we actually do enjoy a level of structure. And today, our guest will further explain how she built a life just like this, utilizing her skills as a virtual assistant to live a structured life of freedom. She accomplishes what she needs to with clients that hire her during the hours that she sets for herself. So she's on when she's on. She travels the world and lives in fun and fantastic places. She's in Mexico right now. She goes to new locations and she gets to explore and immerse herself into the community so that when she's off, she's off. So Miss Felly turned her VA business into an agency in seven months while working remotely for the last two, probably more like four or five by the time this episode comes out. I think it's since February, if we want to be precise. She works with online entrepreneurs to manage their content and email marketing while teaching them how to repurpose your existing content and how that saves you a lot of headaches and creative burnouts. So girl, 
Let me just say, I feel ya there. Repurposing saves me on the weekly since I seem to be moving about every two to three weeks at this point in time. It's been crazy. So repurposing is saving my life. So so a little about Feli personally. She's a Canadian who never felt at home in that country, which I can totally relate to. As she's traveled off and on since she was 16 before going full-time nomadic at 25. So she can live in tropical climates year-round. What? Dream life, right? Fun fact. Because you all know how much I love these fun facts. Note, check out my Cosmo style quiz on my website and you'll know how much I love fun little facts and quizzes. So Feli used to work on movie sets while she was building her business as an extra. So you actually can spot her in a lot of CW or Hallmark productions. I mean, how freaking cool. Any Hallmark lovers out there? Because Christmas time, hello, you can't peel me away from that TV. All right, ladies, so with that long intro, so much ado, let's just bring her on. Miss Felly, first question, number one, how are you today? Number two, where the heck are you today? I think you're in Mexico. Tell us about that. Well, first, I want to say that I've never actually watched a Hallmark movie, (laughs) and I don't know, I just, I've never been able to get into them, but I know a lot of people love them, and... I've been on a million of them, so let me know if you ever see me. But I am actually having a really good day. It's been slow and easy the way I like it. And then probably after this, I'll do a couple hours of work before sunset. But I am currently living in Puerto Escondido in the south of Mexico. And it is beautiful. (laughs) Ah, Oh, my goodness. All the feels. I have a little bit of jealousy mixed in with absolute joy and gratitude for you and where you get to live, and that's just so exciting. I love the life that you've built. So tell me, has this COVID mess messed up any of your travel plans? And if so, tell me how that's going before we dive in. Yes and no. I had intentions of staying in Puerto um, for this period of time anyways because when I got here in end of February I basically fell in love with this town and I have plans to go on to Guatemala but I knew I wanted to stay here but now that it's like we're in May right now and this is when I had intended back in February that I would start moving and so I am starting to feel a bit restless (laughs) and Mm. ready to go oh my gosh I bet so I will literally say this out loud because I think I've said it a couple of times between our planning call and our initial introduction. Mm -hmm. You are literally the yin to my yang. You are far more free spirited than I and you can probably feel it, those listeners out there, in her aura, her energy, and definitely her voice, which I love so much. I'm like that in your face, power, you know, fierce and fiery little chick and she's just this grounding, calming energy and I love it. I attach to calming energies like hers. So tell me this, Feli, who do you tend to attract and work with as clients? Um, I would say I attract my exact opposite. All my clients are loud, in your face, like dancing on camera all the time, like constantly on their stories. And I'm on my stories too, but I'm always like, hey guys, how are you doing? Where's 
my <laughs> clients are music pumping, like dance parties, and I'm just like, let's let's just calm down. <laughs> so I do attract the extroverted extroverts. I love it. I like to consider myself a selective extrovert. I am technically <laughs> an introvert if you're thinking of the how do you rejuvenate and re-energize sense. But I can definitely be high energy when I'm in the energy and I'm bringing the energy. But it's very intentional. It's not just I have this energy all the time. So I think that's so interesting. Now, you are fully nomadic. So let's talk about your structured freedom. Because I'm sure there are some constraints, right? Like when are you on? When are you off? And how did you decide on this structure for yourself? Uh, The structure has come over time and constantly shifted as my life shifts. I currently have like hard limits of I only do calls Monday, Tuesday, because in the beginning I was just had my calendar open, but then you get one call on a Thursday afternoon. And if it's a perfect day, you want to go to the beach, then you have to leave because, or not even go because you have this one thing interrupting the entire day. Um, And I also don't ever work Sundays. That's a hard limit that just Sundays are, I don't even touch my computer. But I don't really have a start time or an end time or uh, Mondays are for this, Tuesdays are for that, you know, like it's pretty flexible on what my clients need and like where I'm at if I'm launching something. Um, So yeah, it was basically decided by trying to do, trying to have my calendar open for whenever, not liking it, trying to work every day of the week, burning myself out, trying to set like a start time and sleeping through it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's my structure. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And there is still a structure to it, right? Like you have certain boundaries, you have certain constraints and it's, I think it's so um, fun to see the individuality in setting your schedule as an entrepreneur. Like I have a hard no on Saturday, like my phone is off. But I Mm -hmm. have my phone on on Sunday, but I do not work. I'm just there if there's an emergent response or somebody's launching and they need help or whatever. And then there's specific things that I do Monday, specific things that I do Tuesday. But I have a hard cutoff time throughout the week even where it's like, "Uh uh-uh, ain't happening. (laughs) I am cuddled up on the couch with the pups and my fiancé and we are sipping wine and doing our own thing. So... I love, love, love building constraints with especially new entrepreneurs because I do find, like you said, a lot of newbies try to do too much or more than they're capable of or more than they even need to be doing. They're opening their schedule for like all the Joes and Schmoes and all of the hours and then they're wondering why a year in they're so tired. Yeah, definitely. I... I tried that way first, like trying to accommodate everyone else's schedule. If someone was in a different time zone and wanted later times and then I'm getting on calls at like five, six, seven at night and I'm just, I'm not on because Mm -hmm. it's the time that I usually cut off myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally. There's a mental cutoff. Yes. There's a mental capacity for everybody of like how long you can work. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the same for me in the morning because in the morning I'm I'm not a morning person, so having phone calls at 7 a.m. I <laughs> I'm just kind of silent sitting there. 
I love it. Um, Because I moved from Eastern time to Mountain time, my 8 Mm a.m. phone call became a 6 a.m. phone call. And it's been um, interesting. And so it's going to be something that I quickly adjust as soon as we arrive in Boise full time. So, yeah. But in the interim, I also understood, like, this is what I set and I'm not going to go back on Mm -hmm. that. So there's also kind of like a a due diligence and a responsibility to your client, too. So it's a fine balance. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me this, when you are quote unquote on, what do you typically do? And when you're quote unquote off, what do you enjoy doing? Like who's Feli? What do you love to do? <laughs> um, when I'm on, I'm mostly managing my team. I have two subcontractors that work for me and I check in with them periodically. I would say weekly, but maybe twice a week. Um, between like the client work and then checking with the clients as well. And then I also try to show up on my stories. I'm in the process of launching my first course right now. So that's been added to my calendar. Um, And then when I'm off, I love the ocean. I would go to the ocean every day if I could, but since it's closed now, I try to watch sunset every night. Um, the building that I'm living in has a really nice rooftop patio. So sometimes I'll have like my friend over who lives up the street and we'll just sit and watch sunset every night. And then honestly, that's kind of it. I do a lot of yoga, (laughs) sunset beach yoga. (laughs) I love it. Your chill lifestyle matches your chill personality. It's so great. So now as far as your agency that you've built, are they all VAs that you employ and contract? Tell me about that and how that works. Yeah, so I have two VAs. Um, One does like graphic design, social media engagement, like uh, community management type tasks. And the other does like content writing, copywriting, sales pages, like all the writing tasks. Mm. But I, I started with the first one, the graphic designer, social media manager, and I did the same thing with both of them that I started them working on my business. And then I started to give them client work as I like, as our relationship grew and I knew I could trust them and I liked their style of working. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. They're both, they both have other clients other than me. So I'm always like, are you able to take on more work if I just keep giving it to you? (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I love the structure that you created around that and the, um, almost responsibility and upfront, like, can I trust you, right? Getting mm-hmm. to see their work on your business is the best way to show that they can work on other people's businesses. So I think that's amazing. Now, was this the original plan or how did this come to be as you moved through your business? No, it wasn't the original plan, actually. I very distinctly remember telling my friend a year ago, I do not want an agency. I never want to scale to an agency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think in December 2019, I basically was working full time for my clients and was getting leads, but wasn't sure I'd be able to handle them. And I wasn't working on my own business anymore. I'd almost like stopped my own Instagram, stopped my Facebook group because I was spending all my time on my clients. Mm -hmm. And so at first I was like, I'll just bring her on the first VA on as someone to help me, like having my own VA. 
But then as I continued to get more leads and I was doing more writing, especially having like the little things that I'd outsourced to my VA taken over, I had more time to bring someone on. But then it became so much writing that I decided to look for another VA to handle writing so I could continue to take on clients because it kind of sucks if someone comes to you and they're your ideal client. You're like, yeah, I want to work with them, but I don't have any time. Mm -hmm. So do I get rid of the client, like a client I already have? Do I ask them to like join a wait list for maybe later or, you know, so Mm -hmm. I think this is what worked for me to keep the clients that I liked and be able to continue working without burning myself out. Mm, I love that so much because that really is representative of a lot of different business owners right now, right? Like they're hitting that point where they're maxing out on clients and they're kind of thinking, okay, or customers, and they're thinking the next step might be a group program or the next step might be bringing on a manager if you're a product-based. But in the service-based industry, a lot of times it goes from one-to-one to one-to-many or one-to-some to one-to-many, right? And you lose some of that touch point in there. But another option is to create a layered system where there are coaches who work for you. So everybody's still getting getting that one-on-one attention and that one-on-one coaching that so many people are craving right now. So tell me this then, does that allow for more or less freedom for you, would you say? And how do you maintain the structure of them and you and the clients all together? Like what does that communication look like? What does that delegation look like? How does that work? Uh, I would say yes, it has allowed for more freedom. They have saved my life a time or two when the internet here wasn't strong enough. Like I have a client that I edit her fitness videos before they go up on her site. Just easy, like cut off the starting and ending and putting in the photos, right? But my internet was not strong enough to download the videos. So Mm -hmm. I ended up like turning to my subcontractor and being like, hey, like, can you do this? Because (laughs) this is that like it's due in two weeks, but I don't know when my internet will pick back up and if it will ever be strong enough to handle that. So it's it's really helpful and it's really like nice to know if I'm having an off day or I'm going to the beach because I want to leave the house Mm -hmm. knowing that I'll come home and there'll be like work done for me to submit the next morning after I've looked it over. Um, The main structure I have is I'm I've set myself up to be the middleman so I do the sales calls the onboarding the communication with the clients and then I put it all into Asana for my team I'll put in like the client's information and social media platforms their branding depends what we're working on right but if like say if I'm doing their Pinterest then I'll do all their branding and their keywords and so then the one makes graphics and the one writes the descriptions for the pins and yeah, they they mostly like through Google Docs or Canva files or however you share it. And then they mark it complete in Asana. I give it back to the client. Oh, wow. I love it. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. And it's, it's a lot of um, people's business structure right now. But for the brand new person out there who's wondering, oh, my gosh, how do I even collaborate and coordinate, right? Like, this is such good information for them. So tell me this. This is really off off lib here, ad libbing. Mm-hmm. So what was your greatest fear in hiring your first person to take on as a contract employee? 
Well, so my first one, she took over my Instagram engagement and posting in my Facebook group and creating graphics. And so I think at first I was like, am I really giving someone access to my Instagram? Like Instagram was always my favorite platform and my baby. Mm-hmm. And those are the relationships I nurture the most. But I hadn't, I basically hadn't been active other than posting to my stories for like a month. And I, it was, if something had to give, but there was still that moment of, Ooh, she's like, I'm giving someone this part of me and this like access into my life <laughs> that you don't normally give people. <laughs> and then, I don't know, as I gave client work, it was, will it be up to par? Will it be up to my standards? But at the same time, I hired her to do graphics because I don't like graphics and I'm not very good at graphics. So everything she produced was like 10 times better than I ever did. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was happy and all the clients were happy. So it's definitely like the initial fear. And then I got over it. Yes, I 100% resound with that. When I hired my first VA, my immediate thought was is she or will she do it as good as I can do it or uh, Mm -hmm. you know at the same level or standard and will it be on time and right but then I also had to realize that letting go of control of that portion was giving me control of other portions that were needle movers, money drivers in my business, right? And so letting go of that portion really moved me ahead. And oh my gosh, and freed up so much time. So that, yeah, super helpful. So what is the long-term goal for your business and your travel? Is this something you want to do for life? Is it indefinite? Do you not really know? What does it look like? I don't really know. (laughs) To be honest, there's not really a plan. I actually said to my business coach yesterday, where I am right now is everything that I wanted for the last five years. So what happens next, you know? But Mm -hmm. she was basically like, you're a Gemini. You'll always think of something you want. (laughs) But um, I would say I would like to keep traveling. I don't know what's going to happen with the whole border situation. And if free travel will be possible anytime soon because honestly moving back to Canada is less than desirable to me and Mm -hmm. I just love the sun but with my business I am aiming to almost step out more of the VA clients because I currently do still do a fair amount of the work Mm -hmm. but I would like to give more and more over to my subcontractors and just handle like the day-to-day transactions of work between them Mm -hmm. um but I'm I'm hoping to build out basically like a vault of little courses like all passive and then to just have a lot of free time (laughs) I love it isn't that the dream so now I know a lot of women out there are wishing they had some more structure like Hello Systems, that's my jam, and some more freedom, definitely your jam. (laughs) So let's teach them how to take back their time, create some systems, and I know for a fact, myself, having 
you know, two VAs, they help me with both of those things. They create freedom for me based upon the structures that they put in place. And they also take over elements of my business that I no longer want to take on. And so that gives me Mm -hmm. more freedom. So tell my audience where they can find you so that they can create some of that in their life and where, where you are online. Where do you hang out? My, I feel like my main platforms would be Instagram and Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Confidently Free, and my Instagram is Felly Day. Um, those are definitely where I hang out the most, but lately I've been spending so much time on Pinterest, more for work than fun, but also for fun. Okay, awesome. So what are you currently offering for them so that they can get started, hire a VA, create their structured freedom, and finally take back some time in their life and business? Currently, for entrepreneurs looking to hire VAs, I offer Pinterest management, content management, so that's like any social media content and blog posts. Um, And then also I started pitching my clients to podcasts because I think podcasts are one of my favorite ways for marketing my business, which is why I'm here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I mean, I also just love talking to people. So I've started pitching those for my clients as well. And then for people looking to become VAs, I actually, well, when this comes out, it'll already be out, but I will have a course that doesn't have a name yet. And it's going to be a mindset course for service providers. Ooh, so fun. All of the (laughs) things are happening. I love it. Well, thank you so, so much, Feli. I love following your travels and adventures and absolutely love the level to which you envelop this concept in your life and your free spirit in general. So you inspire me. It's always fun to connect with people that make you want to know more, right? And you're kind of mysterious in that way. So CEOs, let's have a little fun. Let's take a picture of your listening screen and tag us at She's Doing Big Things on Instagram and let us know where you are listening from because I right now am in the middle of the Uinta National Forest in Utah. I moved to Boise on Friday. I was just in Maine two weeks ago. I drove 60 hours across the United States and Miss Valley is in the south of Mexico. So we are just all over the place and I want to know where you are. So let's show Feli where we are in this world and give her some new ideas of places to visit to structure her freedom around seeing and exploring. All right, my dear CEOs, let's go out into the world. Go bigger. Give it all you've got. Get inspired by what's around you. Structure that which is necessary so you can make bank and live so much freaking freer. Until next time, love you long time. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.